another day another mother another day another sister another day another daughter another day another choma another halima another tola another day another violated sister when is this going to stop when is nigeria going to listen when do we abolish the rape culture when do we stop making excuses and enabling rapists oh don't even get me started don't get me started on the interpreters and the mind readers that go around saying things like oh she wanted it she was asking for it uh, when a girl says no she really means yes oh but i'm a guy now oh girls like it when you do that to them and the rape apologist the enablers the ones that go around saying things like boys will always be boys uh, she should have known better now Ah, uh, but what was she doing in his house? But why was she out at that time? Ah, uh, but why didn't she fight? And my personal favorite, Conjina Bastard. And then the ones that go around trivializing these issues and making jokes out of these issues, you are part of a problem. And then one day a brave woman comes up to tell her story and you have the audacity to question her experience. Listen we are tired we are tired of saying the same thing over and over again we are tired of being subjected to countless injustices that go unsolved we are tired of trending numerous hashtags with no real change we are tired of the violence being perpetrated against women we are tired of being denied basic human rights and respects that we deserve we are tired of losing and mourning a sister every other day to rape to domestic violence we are tired of feeling unsafe while walking down our own streets and yes we are tired of the cat calling keep your derogatory terms to yourself and remember no means no we are tired listen enough is enough do better Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of Loud Thoughts with Sadia. And um, on today's episode, I have got a very good friend of mine. Um, Connie is here and I'm just going to let her say hello and introduce herself again. Even though she's been here before, she was with me on the sexual and reproductive health rights episode. Please do us the honors. Give us an intro again, please. Thank you so much, Sadia. Hello, everybody. Uh... My name is Kony Wendy Bakker. I am the co-founder of Beulah Future Leaders Foundation. And I'm also a UNFPA's um, sexual reproductive health and rights uh, advocate, a social media advocate. So thank you, Sadia, for having me. At this point right now, maybe I should be your co-host. Yes, please. What do you think? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I was about to say, you need no right. introduction again now. You've been here before. You're, yes. you're part of the family. <laughs> okay thank you so much That's i'm so sweet. glad to have you welcome thank you thank you glad thank to you. be here thank and you. to today's business mm-hmm. here 
we're going to be talking about the news that has been on everyone's lips for a couple of you know days now for over a week or so which is the issue of rape and um, sexual violence and murder um multiple women have been reported to have been raped and killed in the last week or so and these has sparked a new wave of conversation a new wave of advocacy and activism for justice for these women and I just want to know what your reaction is because for me it was a feeling of exhaustion at first very at first it was like a numb feeling I was just numb I didn't know what to say and then later on when I followed up on the story I was just like no not again we're not going down this road again I was just exhausted for a couple of days mm-hmm. I didn't even know how to articulate myself I was just there I was just like okay no disappointment we have been saying the same thing mm-hmm. over and over again we're still saying the same thing how was it for you um honestly sadia i'll say it's my experience was similar to yours because i was numb i could not um whenever like i saw a lot of outrage at that point i just log in social media mm-hmm. all like saw was rape people like talking talking and i just log out i want to talk I want to say something but again I'm numb. I have the words in my head. I have anger like 1000 things to say but the the thing that 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 makes me numb the more is because justice is 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 a hard currency in this conversation. It's very very hard to get justice. So now it it feels like a pattern. It feels like we're just talkers. Yeah. We say things and then there is there is, nothing is done at the end of the day. And now I will say that advocacy has gotten a lot of um things forward in life in um in society generally, but I will say that with Nigeria it's really really hard and it's honestly for a a, a subject like rape it's is is draining. So I could not I I didn't know what to say. I had the words, I didn't know what to say. It was like after a week that I had something to put out at the end of the day, but my own words were just justice. Where will the will we get justice? Will we get justice? We want justice. We want justice. That was my words. Just justice. One word. I just needed justice. Exactly. That was it. Exactly the same for me because I was even off social yeah. media. Funny thing, I had been mm-hmm. on social media break for like five weeks prior or something. So that was just the week I was oh, wow. shining in back right. in the social media space. And then oh, wow. What I was met with everything going on and I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 not again. And um, I want us to focus particularly today, I want us to focus particularly on the rape culture because at first I wasn't sure if I wanted to address this topic on my podcast because I thought everyone was doing it but I was like no 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 that would be counter productive or counter to what I believe in we should be able to talk Absolutely. about what we want to talk about because this is not the time to be silent and I just want us mm-hmm. to focus specifically on the rape culture as Nigerians the rape culture that exists that we have imbibed as Nigerians in Nigeria because if you ask me there are too many aspects to this issue there's just too many things to look at if we're looking at this issue is it the law right. that does not favor us is it the victimization is it the religious justification mm-hmm. is it the government where do we look at so i feel like if we were going to be talking about this there will be too many things to talk about i just want us to talk about as people 
some of those habits that we have imbibed over the years that we have normalized and internalized that we feel like we don't even know it's wrong because when it comes to rape and sexual violence we realize that we have completely normalized too many things that we shouldn't be it's 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 part of us we make excuses for rapists even in our media our movies Mm -hmm. nollywood hasn't been doing a good job and i hope they start changing the narrative i hope this conversation absolutely because we have yoruba movies god my goodness goodness you have a woman that (laughs) oh my god yes i i i hear of that i don't watch yoruba movies but i really hear of that the really the atrocities a woman will be raped. <laughs> that goes on there mm-hmm. the woman gets raped in yoruba movies and she's made to marry her rapist at some as some sort of redemption oh at the end of the day and i'm like ah, even in all those village uh, movies now typical nollywood movies, of course you see nollywood exactly. i don't watch nollywood honestly really because like for me at this point to so my level it it, it reduces my mm-hmm. I feel like it reduces my IQ. No disrespect. They're like good <laughs> Nollywood movies that are trying, but it reduces. The basic one they show on African magic, it reduces my IQ. It's like, what are you doing? You're not progressive. You're just based on one thing, either juju or this or that, or the rape culture, which we are on, or, you know, just keep enforcing. And, you know, the media has, is a powerful tool. There are producers who are trying these days, you know, but the basic ones that they really show 80% of them on African magic is just the basic. And on this topic where we're talking about the rape culture, they truly, truly, the media, they enforce it. You know, they, they need to start changing the narratives. They need to start putting out with the re- new realities. You know, it has a lot of... Because sometimes the other day I was talking to my uncle and then he was saying something and then he made a reference to mm-hmm. Nollywood. And you could see the archaic mm-hmm. mentality. So I'm like, this is one of the people who have been captured by Nollywood. Now his whole perspective mm-hmm. and all of those things are now being driven by what Nollywood has painted for him. It's bad. And that is a terrible thing to have. Yes, it is bad. So please, the media, the media has a lot to do, you know. I'm calling on great women who I, I look up to. I love Genevieve. She's she, she's getting herself to, to be a great producer. She should start speaking about things like this, you know. Um, um, and say, and say, yes, yes, beautiful women, strong feminists. Please, they need to start driving this movies changing the narrative fucking the patriarchy of the, the nollywood uh, that had held nollywood down for so long thank god you're successful women right now they have their own money they can do anything and whoever is going to get in tune with it gets in tune and whoever would not well he he better be bulldozed out of the way you know because, no, honestly. honestly yes, yeah, and this I is part just, of what yeah. we're trying to talk about because we're clamoring for change. This is the era of challenging yeah. the status quo. This is the era of trying to make a difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are a generation of trying to make new things happen and trying to change the previous history that we've known or previous beliefs that we've held. And I genuinely feel like Nollywood has a major role to play. They are a tool... They, they are a tool for 
social change. Sorry, can I ask you one of the, like, some of the things, like, as a person, we're progressive yeah. as humans. And I believe that growing up in the Nigerian setting, can you tell me, like, maybe some of the um, biases or, sorry, some of the internalized mm-hmm. rape culture you had growing up before you were able to unlearn some of this? Yeah. Can you remember some of this? Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. Um, I think I think I used to belong to one of those people that would say, um, oh, that skirt is too short too now, but why didn't she that? Something like that. <laughs> Do you care? Yeah. But no, she wasn't dressed appropriately, appropriately in the context of justifying rape because I think right from the time uh-huh. I have never, I don't think I ever found myself justifying rape because I just couldn't fathom that somebody would just want to forcefully you know have their way with somebody so i don't think i've ever said that a way to justify rape but i know i definitely used to have those ideas of uh you may you may tempt somebody with where you're dressing why is all of this exposed and and all of that Mm -hmm. i I mean that's true that's true like i feel like at some point most of us had those Mm. Um, we perpetrated the the rape culture. We had our our we had to unlearn yeah. because I believe like as we begin began to progress mm-hmm. because fine we grew up in that African context where um, the rape culture is being promoted. Yeah. It's seen as normal, you know. So um, just like the case that one of the the effects we could see was one of those cases where. A woman's two-year-old was raped, and you could see the mother blaming that, that two-year-old girl for getting raped. This I just happened, that. I think, this week or so, you know, in Lagos. Yeah. So you can imagine that that woman, I don't blame her because somewhat, number one, she's not so educated. And, you know, this, this, this thing happens to both the educated and the not educated, but it's worse with somebody who is even not educated at all, you know? So um, that, that, that thing had been transferred to, transferred to her from one generation to the other. And she has not had the opportunity to unlearn, you know? So um, these, are, this, 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 these are the things that we had. Personally, I had one of those biases where I felt... Although at some point, at, at most of my life, because I grew up with um, my mom is really, really this kind of she's, she's an advocate. She doesn't she doesn't like anything rape or anything. There was this time one one military officer tried to because we stayed in the barracks and one military officer tried to like rape my aunt and then they were not mm. trying to cover it up that my aunt was trying to seduce him and this she's she's under eighteen, you know, and this is a full blown man who is married. And my mom literally almost brought down the whole base down. And they made sure that that man was demoted. Mm. She went to every length to have him demoted. So we growing up, because she knows that she's 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 uh, yeah. grooming young girls up, you know. And she knows how delicate it is. So these were the conversations we always kept on having, she and I, when we were growing up. So I had that. But one of the things that I felt that I, I lacked was... Um, um, there, there's this um, there's this story I read of this um, young girl. I think her name was Maria. Yes, Maria Goretti. She was um, she's one of the youngest saints that has been canonized in the Catholic Church. 
and she was about to be raped by her uh, was it her neighbor's son or something like that and she was stabbed 14 times because she refused she refused to get raped and then when i read about it and all of that i was like ah, why would she refuse to get raped she just open her leg now let them just listen if the why what's the essence of dying for normal rape i didn't understand the concept i did not I didn't know the depth or what it felt like, the way it makes you feel, the dehumanizing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. aspect that comes with it. You know, the humiliation, the the the, the way you feel uh, disgusted, you know, and all of that. I could now that I know, I could see myself in that girl's shoe. At that point, mm-hmm. she knew that she rather died than yeah. have this person violate <laughs> her. You know, yeah. so I think those are one of the things that I had to it's unlearn. Crazy. I and it's crazy, yeah. because it worries so just, me. Yeah, it, it's it's really crazy. It worries me because mm-hmm. speaking of that woman that we, we we saw her video that she was kind of blaming her year old, yeah, know, for 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 such. It just mm. worries me and makes me wonder where we even start from. How do we even start to correct these notions? You know. Because I feel like a complete reorientation is needed. Where, where do we even start from? You know, even you and I went to boarding school, right. yeah? Though we went to a single gender school. Yeah. But we had the stories. Those that went to boarding schools, mixed mm-hmm. schools, where they would just you about, oh, maybe if light goes off, where they have to maybe hide or hold their breasts so boys don't come and touch them to tap current. You know, all these things that we have normalized, mm-hmm. tapping mm-hmm. current when a boy does something we go oh he's a boy now boys will be boys or when a boy touches somebody inappropriately you'll be hearing the parents putting their attention on the girl rather than the boy so many so many so many right so many rather, rather than sorry can i say that for we in in the girls school we had our own rape culture in the aspect where a senior mm. sexually coerces you to be her sexual yeah. partner on same sex you know that that is that is a trend for females although for male is like um yeah. it's, it's on that aspect but for female in all girls school we had that also that 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 was um part of the trend to where you're exactly. sexually coerced and all uh, of that so it's all good. sorry please go exactly. on exactly yeah. yeah i mean where, where where do we even start from mm-hmm. the problems are just too many is it the fear of stigmatization is it the police extortion yeah remember the story of the um the one of the victim's sister, where she was talking about police asked them for mobilization fee. And I could totally relate because I thought to- I completely believed I've had an mm. issue with the police before. It was a, it was a theft issue. It was a scam That's, issue. Mm. I got scammed sometime of some money. We went to report the police asked for oh, wow. 30,000 Naira first that they needed 30,000 Naira to be able to track, track <laughs> this guy. And then, which was paid. Funny thing, that money, 30,000 naira was paid. And then a couple of weeks later, after, you know, I was back home, I got a call from another policeman saying, oh, is this this person? We got your case, blah, 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 blah. Is this Sadia Lawal? Your case has been transferred to us. Uh, we need money for mobilization. I just kept okay. yelling on the phone. <laughs> we paid 30K. We paid 30K. Just, just then, I, I just couldn't believe that you needed me to come pay to do my job. So yeah. I could totally relate. And on the case... Like this, where a, Absolutely. where a mother is mm-hmm. involved. How, how, how are we? You know, police reform is needed. Too many things. Is it? Where do we even start from? We we we've not even scratched the surface. 
I totally agree because number one thing, again, you talked about the forces, our forces, we need a reform. But for me, number one thing that we need to, yeah. we need to annihilate it. Like we need to take it and bury it. And when we bury it, then if we can, then we burn the whole place mm -hmm. where we buried it. And that's patriarchy because patriarchy is the number one driver of the rape culture. Patriarchy does that for you because you realize that, yes, you realize that when you think that it's, um, mm. you normalize it, a woman is seen because patriarchy sees mm. that a woman is seen as an object, you know, she's collected and to be desired by men. And, you know, and again, one of those things mm. is true virginity. When, when, when they say you have to be a virgin, you see the emphasis yeah. is being laid on you as a woman to, to be a virgin because somehow it's your uh, vagina, it's, it's, your, it's your purity, you know, that it's, it's your, it's your word. It's, it's that, that's what validates you as a person, you know, and also policing the women's body, you know, dictating how she, what, what she wears you know um how she coordinates herself yeah. how she carries herself how her demeanor needs to be the way she needs to speak these are the things that patriarchy does and that's why you realize that one of the things for rape culture mm. is they ask you oh what was she wearing and all of those things that is what patriarchy does and the aspect where the women are so sexualized somebody sent an email to uh, a senator and he responded back he knows that he stated a fact. He said that the the the, the rape culture. One of the thing he he pondered on was that when we walk on the street, I can't remember the countless of times I walk mm. on the street and I see a man pull out his penis and his pin, and I feel so disgusted, and I just have to like hide my face because I'm too disgusted. Why am I looking at your penis? You know. But then for you as a female, it feels like oh, once your body part is out, mm -hmm. then it's an invitation. Why are women why why are women taxed to look away? What was so hard for me as a person to look away because someone's private is out there. But then when a man sees mine, then it automatically is like women an invitation for him to come violate. Women get objectified too too long. And I wanted to too too long. Too too long, my dear. You know, too long. Again, I personally don't think this is an attack on men. This is not a targeted attack on men this is not some kind of absolutely vendetta against men no we're just we're just saying it we're saying it as it is honestly <laughs> because you know men get raped as well that is probably mm -hmm. underreported but we do know that women have been disproportionately affected by this so this issue is it's systemic it's been institutionalized we we have a long way to go and it starts with all of us for me this is a this is what the conversation is about it starts with each and every one of us to make a change to unlearn this habit make sure people in your circle are unlearning this habit because at first my first reaction was mm -hmm. i'm exhausted and i'm not going to try to educate anybody it is not my responsibility to educate any man or anybody to say don't do this don't say what was she wearing don't do this but i was just like you know what we've all been there we've done that if we're being completely honest, a lot of us have had to unlearn this habit. So maybe we need to just keep pushing it because if we're going to reorientate people, if we're going to really call for change, it 
it has to do with every single person we all have to put in the work that is needed to get this change we have a problem on our hands we need we need to fix it and it boils down to every one of us every single one of us has a role to play. absolutely i totally agree can i say that when you um said that we need to hold yeah people um accountable that means we also need to hold people who are close to us your friend whoever it is something you know the other time i was thinking about this rape issue and i something popped up my head that okay what if i um, i was dating somebody or i'm married to somebody and i realized that my Mm. partner violated a person a woman a young girl Mm. or something will i stand by him Mm. or i i leave him to his fate and then I kept on pondering in, in my heart. I'm like, what kind of person will I be? Because in the normal Nigerian context, I had this to say the other time. I was like, in normal Nigerian context, when there's an issue between mm-hmm. uh, when the husband is facing some sort of uh, issue, which he caused himself, it's always like mm-hmm. mandated that you have to stand behind him, whether it was good or bad, to be that woman. Now I asked myself, do I, would I want to be that woman? Hell no. Honestly, it's going to be hard. Because it feels like, oh, you're dissing. But at that point, mm-hmm. I need to separate myself from you. That does not mean I don't love you. But I feel like for us to help each other, we need to hold ourselves accountable. Look at the 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 um the American um the police mm-hmm. officer's wife. She divorced him because she realized that he had that. No matter how people said it was hypocritical or whatnot, I I I I was I was mm-hmm. inspired by that. Because you know what that woman said? She was like, no, I can't be with this kind of yeah. man who is racist, who, 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 believes, who does not believe in the equality of people. And, you know, also in the Nigerian um, um, law, men don't, uh, the, the, the law does not acknowledge that men get raped. You see, that's one problem. It says women can get raped, but it doesn't say that men can get raped. So you see, one of the things that we need to adjust as a society you know we need to we need to help we need to arrange all of that and you know also that idea of how um i don't know if you've heard this thing whenever they say uh, a lady has been has been raped then it says that oh that oh means that God. she has brought oh. dishonor to the family and you know what that dishonor means that dishonor means is that oh the, the dishonor the family they are talking about is your brother your aunt your father or your uncles so it, it doesn't talk about you and how it affects you, but no, it's saying that, oh, you have mm. been dis- or you have brought dishonor to our society or to our home. And then that's why they now say that's you have to go and appease about. the men. Now you're not even thinking about that's the part victim. Of what we're thinking about. Yeah, because isn't you know, that what so, they show us in Hollywood movies? When a lady yeah. gets raped, she's being victimized all over the Thank village. Thank you. <laughs> Do you get why are we painting this picture? Yeah. You know, young ones grow up, see these things and see see think that these things are normal. It's it's just sad. But to to just divert a little bit, even if you're not as close to the person, this is what most rape apologists do, if we're going to be completely honest. Just like when we had um Bielon Fata in both case or when you hear popular that is being raped, I feel like mm-hmm. even if you don't necessarily feel like dissociating your yourself from that person. How about you just keep your mouth shut? How about that? Do you understand? Don't say, don't be an enabler. Yeah. Don't be a mm-hmm. rape apologist. How about you just keep your mouth shut? If one of your faves having absolutely, you know, accused of committing a crime like that, how about you just keep your mouth shut? You can't vouch for anybody. You went. 
don't be an apologist Absolutely. by trying to say something in defense of that person. Just shut up first. Absolutely. That would be good. I mean. Yes. I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. And okay. our religious bodies, you know, our religious bodies, we need to hold them accountable a lot. That's why these days I am very, very skeptical. I just, I always call a spade a spade. That that whole idea of we reverencing our whole um, religious institution to the point where we don't call right right and we don't call wrong wrong we need to stop it you know we need to stop it sometimes when the one time like now even when i go to church and i hear some things that <laughs> the pastor says like i filter a lot that does not mean i don't honestly i'm like this man they talk rubbish i say that in church honestly no offense <laughs> it's like i know because that is not that mm. i don't i this is when that is a man's speaking mm-hmm. it's not god that is saying that. and men have opinions they form opinions and they form exactly. opinions based on their understanding their biases so when i hear people say that i'm like no no you don't that that that, that is not true you know or mm. maybe he makes a comment about oh a sister you have slits shake your you, do you oh. want this man to die you know <laughs> or do you want this man to be to to, to be horny you know things words like that that is why even like in in churches now, sometimes they don't allow mm. they don't most churches they don't allow women sit on the front row. You have to sit on the second on the third row. Say so they don't even allow the first two. And I feel dehumanized, Sadia. I won't lie to you. I, I feel irritated. I feel disgusted. I'm mm. I'm from the north. I hardly ever even wear English wear to church. So I mostly wear traditional, and I'm fully kitted. Now are you to tell me I'm that because I you. sat down in front seat everything is covered but because maybe my breast is showing on my clothes or maybe i should wear a baggy shirt before i can sit down in front and pastor will not be seduced <laughs> does that mean that the pastor is an animal let's ask ourselves the question no honestly sadia i'm pissed off it makes me it makes me are we second class citizens in church women are the are more in churches they're the ones that clean keep the house of god clean do all of this manual labor and then you still these, put them these, in second place this is totally unfair it's not nice far at all and again it scares me i'm glad that we're having this conversation but then it scares me like about how far we need to go about Absolutely. how we haven't even scratched the surface yet because i can't tell you how many sermons i've had about you know women sitting in front tempting the pastor tempting the world and i'm you know those days when we used to hear those things it just used to sound uh. okay to us it's now that we're say this is not right yeah You're right <laughs> you even be shouting preach pastor mm. <laughs> You're like, I can Thank hear you. Know. you. That's Rema. <laughs> you know, and then when I went, yes, it's our society. And then when you find out that these same people that behave like women are the problem, they when behave. they go to a country where things they work, they, re- they automatically switch off. Oh my switch God. off. You realize they behave. That is what I keep telling my family members. I keep telling them whenever they're saying, oh, no, that this is this, this is that. I'm like, you guys should stop making excuses. If they were in a country that, it, that works and people are yeah. held accountable for every action they make, then please, by all means, you must adhere to the laws. We're speaking of the way forward. 
we've talked about how we need a complete reorientation of our system, our structures, our schools, our religious institutions, mm-hmm. our homes. It starts from the homes. You know, all these phrases like boys will be boys, it all needs to end. We need, we need to abolish the, the rape culture if we're even going to get started on the conversation. We need to get rid of all of this bad habits that we have completely normalized we need to teach as parents we need to teach our kids our boys to respect women teach them about consent importance of consent a woman can withdraw her consent at any time all these things need to be let go is it victimization absolutely where do we even start from can i say that yes um with the yes with with consent Mm. yes and then that comes with sex education. We realize that Nigeria, as a as a society, mm. we are not as conservative as we want to to say mm. we are. We are getting the world is becoming a global village. That means that uh, the, things mm-hmm. are changing. We are not that we are not yeah. that religious nation that we want to pretend to well, be. Because consume. you realize that pornography <laughs> in Nigeria, we are one of the highest people that consume it. And then they're always looking for big black-breasted women or one thing or the other. So who are these people? Who are these people that are searching for it? We realize, we realize that at the end of the day, let's drop that culture of hypocrisy. Yeah. Sex education, consent. Yeah. We need to teach those things in school. We need to teach, uh, teach and not teaching them only as an abstract thing, but teaching them in practicality of their everyday life. That today, you, even if you see a woman naked, or whatnot that is not an invitation you know and a woman can withdraw her consent at any time and one of the things again we need to adjust is that a woman's body belongs to her so that is why you find out that the penal code especially in the north here it does not identify Mm, that a woman can be raped by her husband so you see, there, there, there is a problem in all of that. And also, we also realize that one of the effective ways I believe that we can curb this menace is effective prosecution and punishment of offenders. Because if we don't do that, it lingers, it lingers, it lingers. And when you don't get justice, oh, you, it feels like everything about you is about to, you know, just your world is coming crumbling down because people are blaming you left, right, center. And then where, you know, justice is the only thing that gives you that fulfillment Absolutely. that at the end of the day, it's all I worth just, it. I just, I just really hope we can do better. You know, can we just stop victimizing victims can we stop stigmatizing them can we stop saying things that are enabling rapists please we need to make them uncomfortable it Mm -hmm. may be an uncomfortable conversation to have for some people but these are necessary conversations we don't need to trend any more hashtags we don't need people to die we don't need more women to die for people to get the picture you don't even have to see a woman as your sister to to understand just respect i don't need to be your sister or your friend for you to respect me and know that it's not okay to violate me how do we put that in people's heads for crying out loud it's one of the reasons i may be Mm -hmm. i'm I'm not really sure i like the phrase i'm 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 a bit not sure i like the phrase or the hashtag say no to rape because honestly for me i find it a bit corny honestly i just feel like we're not saying no to Mm -hmm. rape 
was we are not allowing rape we are not permitting rape to even fester do you understand there's no say no to rape it's a bit corny to me like no we are showing Absolutely. rape that it doesn't have a room for we don't have a room for it mm-hmm. we're not going to allow it to to stay we're not going to permit it to happen say no is like putting it lightly if you ask me saying no is like saying oh uh, it can happen but say no Mm-mm. yes it can't freaking happen that's what we want and if it, if it happens if it happens yeah. then at the end of the but, you're going to be punished by it honestly if we keep going you're seriously over over, going to be going punished to by it. this conversation but very lastly i just want to say that please we cannot afford to be silent on these issues. We cannot afford to just just go silent. Please, you can't afford to be silent. We need more voices. We need more people on board. We need more men on board. We need to make people uncomfortable. We need to make rapists uncomfortable. We need religious leaders. We need more allies. This is not a fight for just one person. And it's not a fight against the, the male gender. We just, we have a problem at hand and we need to fix it you know religious leaders need to lend their voices institutions need to lend their, lend their voices we're talking about nollywood earlier if the nollywood body as a whole is taking that step to say yeah. you know what no more movies about uh, justifying rape or enabling rape or you know dishonoring women maybe that will send some picture you know we we, we need more allies please try let us try to understand the issue and it's not about you know jumping mm. on bandwagons when i say we, we don't need to be silent you don't it's not like we're saying oh we're forcing you to post say no to rape no that's not what we're saying please try to understand this issue you don't have to be silent in your circle you don't have to necessarily be posting and posting in your own circle what are you doing are you putting people in their places are you putting people to order are you correcting people are you educating people are you telling them off when they do the wrong thing are you making people understand that oh rape jokes you know something as small as somebody sends me a joke that is not funny even when i don't have the strength to pull it, to tell you off i don't respond maybe you too you get the picture like that's that joke is not for the right. make jokes out of rape you know the, so many so many things that we've allowed to like fester that has come to bite us now. and we have barely even scratched the surface of this issue i just hope these conversations that we're having are you know i i hope they're good starts i hope we don't have to you know do this for long i just really hope so absolutely i hope so i i believe that right now we need to do away with this system that Mm. exposes the idea of a woman as a possession let's instead let's just develop as a Mm -hmm. society that sees a woman as a human Mm. being with her rights her consent and her abilities that is just that is just what we need oh good and we need to vote our leaders right. Oh God, if we don't get the right leaders, we will keep running around circles, 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 circles. Honestly, this vote buying, this thing that they give you one thousand naira, please, my God. Everything is interwoven. Exactly. You know, it's exactly. interconnected. For me, it's interconnected. Yeah, absolutely, it's interwoven. If you have, if you have, mm. uh. Uh, leaders who don't really care about these things because they feel eh, normal mm. and they, they, they cannot tax the IG and say IG this is happening what is happening to your 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 your, your boys mm-hmm. why are they doing this why are they treating there's no prompt response from this then we we I can't do you. anything but this is why I maintain that we can't do anything the culture that we have imbibed over the because a leader or the government that we're saying right the government is not some alien body the government 
is made up of human beings, fellow Nigerians like you and I, that happens Mm-mm. to just get a position of power, you know, a position of leadership. So if already they have that flawed thinking, of course they're going to take that flawed thinking to where they are. They wouldn't know any better. And I feel like the real lawmakers, you know, they're, they're, they're a bunch of jokes. Have you seen, when they're, they're when I'm watching right. videos from, of them like this in, in the house, and I'm Joke. just like, ah. so these are the people that are supposed to effect change in Nigeria. Like the people that can make it it's a complete joke. Cody, no. it's been nice having you. <laughs> Been a it's good a job. Conversation. Thank yes. you. It's always a good conversation. Thank you so much, Adia. I, 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 it's sad that we even have to talk about this. You know, it's oh, it's, it's appalling that we have to even be talking about this. You know, this shouldn't right. be our conversations, but it's sad that this is our conversation. But anyways, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me, and I hope we keep talking about it. It might be tiring, but five years from now, ten years from now, I hope we raise a glass yeah. to say you know what we have had Hopefully. a change yes that we needed and we deserve it and Hopefully. that's just well, what what i what thank i want you for coming in. For. thank you everyone for listening thank and you so much I come your way next time Connie and i will be saying bye